0: You're listening to What It's Like With Loose, a podcast highlighting ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm your host, Lucy Norris, and on today's episode, I'm chatting with an Irish fashion blogger and YouTuber. With ambitions of being a singer as a child, this week's guest discovered a love for fashion through costumes she wore on stage. Realizing that what she wore had an impact on how she felt during a performance became something that translated into her everyday life and she decided to take the plunge and share out good ideas with others online. Growing a following of over 80,000 people, she quickly found her space on the internet and figured out how to keep an audience engaged. Sharing her thoughts on the longevity of influencing, dealing with hate and how she stays relevant, here's what it's like to be Charlene Murphy. Welcome
1: Charlene, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me today. Um, I'd really like to kick everything off by just giving everyone a bit of context, a bit of background on you um, and chatting a bit about what it was like for you growing up and maybe a bit about what you envisioned yourself doing with your life from a younger
2: age. Um, At the moment I'm a fashion blogger and more consumed as well in college. Um, Growing up I also wanted to be a singer, that was like my main... Goal in life, but obviously, it's something that it's a hard thing to obviously get to, and I still do like to sing and stuff like that. But I just think that kind of went out of my head a little bit, and um, then I started to get a really big interest in fashion. Um, and then college is kind of a thing that I kind of just do just to have there, it's not something I'm passionate about. Like, what I'm doing on, on social media is what I'm actually passionate about. Um, college kind of comes second. It probably, I probably shouldn't say that, but it definitely, um, <laughs> definitely isn't my main priority at the moment. But yeah, it's just nice to have something to fall back on, and it kind of does tie in with my blogging but it is marketing. Um, but yeah, I definitely didn't see myself doing this growing up. Um, but here I am. <laughs>
1: Yeah no you're so right like it's just kind of that nice comfort blanket to have there and as you said marketing such transferable skills for what you're doing now. Um, Do you remember where the initial interest in fashion came from or was it just always there throughout your younger years?
2: I was thinking about this the other day and it kind of I just it kind of like popped into my head like an epiphany thing and I was like I think the reason I'm into fashion is because of singing because I obviously like like pop stars growing up and then I also don't like singing competitions and I always felt like when I wore something nice on stage or something that I really, really liked that I'd feel so much better about myself and I'd perform better then. I feel like it kind of stemmed from there. I feel like that's where my interest came from it. Um, So yeah, I feel like that's kind of related. So I suppose singing wasn't a waste of time it kind of came from that because I can't really remember other than that like I think when I was younger as well I used to love like dolls and stuff and dressing them like I used to never even replay with them I just dress them and look at them and um, so there was that as well but other than that yeah I think it was it was the singing I think that kind of brought it on. That's such a unique way to um,
1: fall into it I suppose um, I like that that's really nice um, and so I guess leading on from that, obviously you mentioned you work in social media now, but um, can you take me back to the first few days of deciding that you wanted to have a go at social media, how you kind of broke into it, um, and what your thought process was before starting all of your different channels?
2: I was in, I can never remember what year it was, I think I was in third year about 15 or 16 at the time um, Suzanne Jackson actually came to my school and she at the time I think she had like 50,000 followers which is mental like she wasn't big at all compared to what she is now obviously that's still huge but um, yeah. she came to my school and gave a talk I, I don't know how I ended up in the talk because it wasn't my year that was actually getting the talk. It's like some, I think someone pulled me on the corridor, I was like, do you just want to go, go to this? It was really weird. It was just me and my friend from our year and the rest was all like six years at the time. So it's kind of weird that that happened. I feel like it's one of them like fate moments. But um, yeah. I heard her talk about her blog and how successful it was. And I was like, oh my God, I need to do this. Like it sounds right up my street. I was so inspired, like 100% and went home. I made a blog at that age, 15 or 16. Didn't tell anyone about it. So, obviously, social media, you need to spread the word. That's how you get like followers and stuff. I just didn't tell anyone. So, it obviously didn't go very far. So, I deleted it. Um, And then I kind of picked it back up. Then, when I got got a bit more confidence in myself, and I actually just from the get go posted straight on my Instagram. I wasn't going to like kind of go around. I was just like, here, I'm doing this, and that's it. I kind of did like an announcement kind of post thing. And I went from there, and I'm sure people had stuff to say and stuff. But at the time, I was like, no. I really want to do this because I actually I regret at the time not not keeping it going when I was 15 because it, like it's something I loved and I always just thought about it and I think if you keep thinking about something and it's something that you're passionate about you shouldn't care what people think um but it is daunting obviously like talking on your stories and like that it is it's scary at first but um it's like second nature now it's mad
1: yeah it's so crazy to see how far you've come um and I can imagine in the beginning obviously you know you would have had your hesitations and stuff like that just because of judgment or whatever that you know everyone seems to have even though in the same breath everyone wants to be on social media as an influencer or whatever so it's kind of a weird contradiction um, when people are negative about it but how was it received initially and how did you find the growth
2: in the early days? I was so so supportive of it like no one that I know of that I heard of like saying anything about it and like that I had a good few followers setting off which was nice I think I had about maybe three or four thousand anyway just from like I don't know why I had them but anyway um so I just started using like hashtags and stuff like that and the growth actually came quite quickly I feel like especially when you hit 10k it just goes wild from there it just goes really really quick and um, people were, were really nice and like wanted me to do well I think and my friends were always sharing my stuff um which was nice as well but like I didn't really get much judgment off people that I know of. I'm sure now you're talking to in group chats or whatever else but none that I heard of, nothing that was going to stop me. So it was great.
1: Yeah, that's really nice to hear that um, you had a positive experience in the start. So I suppose with how how many people are online at the moment um, and things like that, it could be perceived as quite like a saturated industry or I don't know. Um, I'd be curious to know about how you found finding your space on the internet um, and what pressure come with, say, trying to stay
2: relevant and trying to keep that audience engaged that you already have? I just feel like I'm still finding my space. I feel like you never, you never can stop kind of growing in that way because like trends always change and you know people want to see different things. I feel like now my page is quite it's fashiony, but I also like to spread a lot of positivity and like quotes and just talk about real things because I feel like especially at the moment I I enjoy talking about it also, but I feel like at the moment that's what people need. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel I feel like for me. I kept posting pictures and stuff and I was like, I want to do more. I feel like I feel like, not I feel empty, but like I feel like I'm not doing what I should be doing with my platform. If I'm not like helping someone in some way, like I feel like posting pictures, yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely to get out for inspiration. But I just, it didn't like cut it for me. I was like, I want to do a bit more. Um, so that's why I started sharing more things. And I feel like that takes a bit more, another level of confidence then to start sharing like positivity and like girly chats and stuff like that, because you're really opening yourself up there to get, scrutinized I think the more the more you share of yourself the more like you're gonna get some form of hate or backlash and it, it can be a bit off-putting sometimes when you like speak your mind or say your opinion and someone comes back with something and you're like why did I even say that so it can kind of like make you re- like be a bit reclusive that way then afterwards how do you keep your
1: audience engaged constantly like is there something in particular that you you always do or what's that experience like
2: I always do kind of new things I think doing like little Q&A's is good they always get like a lot of engagement giveaways are good as well and um, just kind of letting them be engaged I suppose like you said it's like little polls it's like letting them be a part of your life in some way and um, I even was doing like a little keeper toss on my page like where I show people clothes and I was like what do I keep this do I toss it and people love that like people love telling you how they feel about stuff yeah and um, about like clo- even if it's clothes they just they love that so I suppose a little bit like that but it's, again it's constantly changing you kind of have to keep keep up because if I was still doing what I was doing in the first place I might not be still growing so you kind of have to, have to adapt that way but I feel like I have that level of followers and they're so kind and lovely that they stick with me anyway but I think like keeping it fresh and new is good as well.
1: Yeah for sure I always um you know, just think it must be quite exhausting to be an online influencer because you always have to be coming with something new and almost always having to be coming with it before the others Um, in a way. But um, what is your, this might be like difficult to to put into words, but what would you say is your main motivation behind being a personality online and being, having this platform? Why do you do it?
2: It is hard to put into words. Like I just, I think because I genuinely love it like even growing up um I used to always I'm flat into YouTube I loved YouTubers I know like all the original ones that first down up were doing all the beauty blogging and stuff and I used to sit in front of, my mirror, front of my mirror and literally do my makeup and like talk it through even though there's no camera there <laughs> so I genuinely love sharing things with people and sharing things that will help them like products um like fashion inspiration I just love I just love sharing things like that um and as well messages that I get when I do share a little bit of positivity or a bit of real life stuff like I was talking about weight gain there a while ago the message I get of support of people saying oh my god it's so nice to see someone talk about this because a lot of influencers might not talk about that and that's fine people don't want to talk about stuff like that on their platforms um but that's I think what makes me maybe a bit different sometimes that I do talk about things and everyone's talking about and make people feel more comfortable in themselves that way because they're like oh my god if she's if she can talk about it if she's dealing with that I can too and um, which is I, I even find myself if I see like a celebrity post something it makes me be like oh my god I am this is normal or whatever it just makes you feel a bit better so knowing that I can give that feeling to people that I've felt before with with people I follow is a really nice feeling well. So.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting to hear that from your perspective. And I think that's kind of the unique thing about social media. As you said there, like you mentioned celebrities and stuff like that, why people, I suppose, buy into people online more than say it's celebrities, because it's like that the unique part is that you do interact back with people that follow you. And, you know, like it's kind of more of a back and forth relationship like that. But when you first started to grow, um, was it overwhelming to have all of these, you know, I know strangers isn't a nice word, but strangers having so many eyes on your life um, and you know, having this pressure to be there for them when they wanted to ask you questions or even if they came to you with, say, like life problems or things like that. Was it scary or daunting in the beginning? A bit
2: daunting. I feel like I'm now getting more messages than ever, um, which can be a bit daunting because I don't want to leave anyone out. But also, like, I'm in final year of college. I can't, physically cannot reply to everyone. Like, it just, I'd be sitting there all day Um, and I would love to and I try my best I literally go through them but they're just then every day more add on top of it and you feel like you're never gonna get through it and I hate messages sitting there unopened it's so like I just hate that feeling yeah
0: Um.
2: so that's that is a bit of a pressure but I feel like that just that just comes with it
1: yeah no it's just interesting um but also so obviously you're on YouTube as well as Instagram um so which do you prefer and I suppose which do you see as the more valuable platform if you had to say
2: I prefer watching YouTube myself for other people but I don't prefer Instagram for myself just because you can like pop things up pretty quickly like you can just do a little haul or do you know in YouTube's way more work if you think about it like putting in editing YouTube I'm sure you know yourself editing a podcast it's it's, like it is time consuming
0: um
2: and I don't always have that time to be to be given so I think I prefer Instagram and it's probably more valuable um probably money wise and stuff as well but I just I do love YouTube I feel like YouTube was like my first love when it comes to social media um so I have to say bit about
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's it's hard to choose um yeah Yeah. I love love YouTube as well but um I think Instagram is such a cool tool to just uh you know build a platform from as well um and I guess the other side of influencing online or I, I don't know if that's the right word to use but you know having an online platform is like brand collaborations and things like that. And I think it's so cool that you built something from scratch, you know, and then you were able to turn it into a lucrative job, which I think is amazing. Um, So can you talk me through what that was like for you in the beginning, navigating brand deals and things like that? And then I suppose why you chose to uh, attach yourself to an agency as well?
2: I, I can't actually remember the first paid brandy like got, but I always thought, right, I need to get an agency. That was my thing So I was like, I can't. I don't know how much to charge. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know what so to hard. tell these people. It is really hard because you kind of have to like you're basing yourself on money, you're valuing yourself on money, and it's just like, oh God, what am I worth? Like, but um, I remember the first time I got invited to an event was Coca Brown, um, and that was like huge. And then it all kind of, I feel like it went from there because I feel like when people like start to take you seriously is when you start like sorry when you do something like that's when people start to take you seriously um and then I feel like I can't actually remember what my first paid collab was but um yeah it was just I, I got an agency actually left that one originally and now I'm a cultivate because cultivate are just like a dream to work with I've never worked with so many brands before and I don't think I'd be able to um by myself because it is a lot like they do my emails for me they sort out my rates and stuff which I just wouldn't be able to do myself because i just it's so it's just a completely different field nearly it's mad like bloggers usually if they have an agency they have like 10 different jobs really they're editing the pictures, they're uploading them they're creating the content they're like replying to emails there's so much to it that people don't even see behind the scenes um but yeah brand deals are, are great like it's it's nice to be able to work with brands i've shocked with before and that they're recognizing for what you do and liking your content and um, it's it's a really nice feeling yeah, I'd say so because I think that is the
1: one side of it. Um, just from being like on the other side of of it as a, I suppose, consumer. I don't know what the word is, but um, you know, you don't. See, I don't know what, what to call that other side, but you don't see how much work goes into it, you know. Um, and it's so easy to just say, "Oh, it's just a picture," but no one sees, you know, the hundreds of pictures of or takes even that went into that and like all the outfits and editing and things like that so yeah props to you I think um it's so cool what you've done for yourself um and then I suppose leading on from that kind of touching a little bit on the negative side of social media what are some of the biggest challenges that you've you have faced as you um grew through your platforms Um, and then how do you deal with say like online hate and things like that I think for me
2: like I'm the type of person that like would not that I care what people think but I don't want people to have like a bad opinion of me if that makes sense yeah so when I see people give me hate or see me being talked about on Twitter and stuff like that I'm just like oh but if you knew me like I would I'm actually a nice person but um it's just that that person's frustrating because the people that give you hate they don't want to get to know you they don't care if you're a nice person or not they just want to hate you um, which is something I have to keep kind of reminding myself and stuff so hate is definitely one bad thing and um, because people think they can say whatever they want as soon as you have a platform and I don't I don't get it and I think it wasn't until like, I experienced hate myself I really like started to feel for like the likes of like celebrities or anyone who would follow and I was like oh my god this people have to do this every day and um, deal with it every day especially like say all the love Island people for instance um like people just writing things about them and people writing things and not thinking probably that they'll ever see them, but we we're all human, like people look on their phones and it's just nuts like how hateful the world has gotten. I feel like I especially noticed so now obviously I've grown the last few months a little bit as well, but I'm especially noticing now with lockdown, and I feel like everyone's just become a bit more cold and critical and cruel and everyone just thinks everyone needs to be angels or everything. Like I did get a good bit of hate going to Dubai. Um, which I, to be honest, I expected. I knew it was going to happen, but I think there's a way of of like saying things. People just say things unnecessarily, like harshly, and it can be hard to deal. Sometimes it's, it's upsetting. Sometimes, um, but like that just kind of comes with it. It shouldn't have to come with it, but it does, unfortunately. So that's definitely a negative. Um, and then also a bit like pressure sometimes, maybe to post and to always be switched on. um probably comes with it too but I don't I don't really feel that as much and when I do if I'm not having a good day or something I won't really come on I don't feel the need to be like hey like I feel great today because I I don't I can't face that you know Um, and that's that's probably the two kind of main ones
1: Yeah, I was, my next question was actually going to be how you separate your real life from your online life. Um, Do you find that difficult? You can't?
2: Yeah, it's really hard. And I'm actually, that's one of my goals this year to try. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Like I I actually seen some girl yesterday in her story saying she had two phones and I was like, Oh my god, that's such a good idea. Oh, yeah. So like have one for like normal life and then move social media and I was like, that's such a good idea. But um it's hard because like your phone's always on you, so you're always switched on. Yeah. I'd imagine it's kind of what it's like to be like say an entrepreneur or someone that owns a business. Like you kind of always have to be there. It's not like a nine to five job where you leave and you have the weekend off, so nothing. Like I'm usually still working on the weekend, you know. Uh, especially with college I have to do most of my work at the weekend so it's hard to switch that off um, so that's definitely difficult but I think apart from that like as in separating my personal life from Instagram I don't think I post too much of my personal life I think there's a boundary like I don't like posting too much of my family and stuff like that just because like they have lives too I don't want I don't know do you know it's yeah. know if people are coming up to them or something like that I don't know Um it's just not something I'd I'd be willing to do all the time um and then Dano he loves my boyfriend he he loves the camera so he
0: doesn't funny.
1: So obviously there is still a ton of people, um, that are super critical of the the job or you know the longevity of having people influence online so what's your opinion on the fact that some people still say you know there's a a shelf life to what you're doing and it won't last forever what do you think about that
2: way they're probably right I don't think it will last forever um that's me probably being a bit negative I'm not usually the type to be negative it's like that but you kind of have to prepare for that don't you because i mean yeah. instagram is an app it's an app it could shut down tomorrow and what would people do which is why in a way i have the college to back me up um, and I love when people are like, oh, if I'm fighting with people on Twitter, which I don't do anymore, I'm done with that. <laughs> but if I'm defending myself, they're like, oh, you're just an airhead or whatever. I'm like, actually, my final year of college. But um, it's nice to have that as a backup, as something to to lay, lie back on. If it ever did go bad, um, I think it's nice to have something because I think I'd be too anxious. Otherwise, I feel like I'd always be like, oh, God, what if, what if it does go or whatever? but I think it will keep evolving and like it like it has now it's like TikTok's now a big thing new apps will come out but I think once you have a following that will kind of keep going hopefully anyway um but yeah people are obviously going to say that in, in a negative way but there is definitely some truth to it um just I would definitely be wary of that in case it was too to stop because I know people like there's like cancel culture and stuff as well, and people are kind of like, Oh, let's all unfollow these people, like they're all, only ever getting free things, and all there is that type per person. And I'm like, What if everyone turns that person with no followers anymore? So I think it is really important to keep that in mind as well.
1: Yeah, I think the well, cancel culture is just crazy. I think it's so terrible, so mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it, I just think it's interesting because I don't know, I feel like if I had. A platform like you did i'd just be anxious the whole time that i'd wake up the next day and it would
2: be gone that's the thing people's can't get hacked and that's my fear <laughs>
1: yeah because you work so hard to build it up and it's not easy to get those followers so um yeah i can
2: imagine it's scary sometimes like that I'd just be gone tomorrow like imagine instagram just went bust or something and like, what would i do <laughs> 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 <Just you. laughs> yeah um
1: and so I suppose from where you're sitting now, if someone was to come to you, which I'm sure they do, um, and ask you, you know, what's your biggest tip for starting if they wanted to start now? Because I know it's so saturated now and especially with the pandemic, with everyone being online, everyone's looking at, say, the lifestyles that these people online uh, live, um, which you've all worked so hard for, but, you know, they just kind of look at it as a quick fix type of situation and they want to make it happen for themselves. So what do you think would be your piece of advice that you'd give to people that would come to you asking about it
2: almost built in a day is a big one because I think people I always get the question saying how did you grow so quick I'm like I don't think I really did like I feel like in the last two years I've been growing and I think that it's been gradual but like great obviously I have a really big platform now but I think people think that overnight you just you get followers and people text me they're like oh I've no motivation to take posts like my followers aren't growing I'm like as long as you're putting out content that you like and you're proud of you're consistently doing it, and you are being yourself. I think like you can't do wrong. I feel like people focus too much on numbers. Whereas if you're just doing content that you genuinely are happy with, um, that's that's the main thing. And just being consistent is a huge thing for followers and stuff like that because people don't want to follow someone who posts every once a week. You know, they want someone yeah. who's kind of always there, um, which again is like a pressure to always be there and to be stay relevant, but. Just stay consistent and stay patient with it because from the outside in, it can look like people are growing really fast, but if that's you checking every two weeks, you know, and people are probably getting disheartened by that, but just consistency and just keep going. Even when you feel like you don't want to do it, if you're too busy in one day, get up an hour earlier and take your picture, like that's just what you have to do. Um like there's no such thing as having no time for stuff. I've had to do that before work. I remember I was working like nine to six and I got up like seven to take a picture, do you know, it's just little yeah. things like that, that that count. And if you're passionate about something, that won't be a chore for you to do anyway. You'll you'll enjoy doing that. Um and some days obviously depends on motivation than others if you're not in the mood or you having a bad day or something. But I always find like having pictures prepared in advance. That means you can like let you can skip a day, but you still have a picture to go um but yeah just just enjoy it as well focusing focus too much on numbers
0: yeah that's so true I
1: feel like you can always tell well it, it will always come through anyway those people that are being authentic and because they love it and because it's something they want to do and then those people that are just kind of in it for the perceived yeah. <laughs> cash and stuff like that yes yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the holidays and all that kind of thing um so I know obviously we were speaking before about this lockdown situation and that it's just you know so hard to say what's even going to happen in the next week let alone you know in the distant future but um what is your goal with all of this uh and what would you like to get out of it
2: my own business I don't know what as of yet, but um have my own business um I'd love to have my own like clothing club would yeah. be obsessed with that and my own like makeup product um maybe this year something like that um yeah just I don't know I can't imagine myself being like 14 still like focusing on Instagram and stuff <laughs> but I feel like as you as you grow like your followers kind of grow, grow old with you which is nice as well and like say when I have a baby and stuff like they'll I feel like it would mean so much more I feel like when you're following someone ages and you see them having a baby. It's nearly like a friend having a baby or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's like little milestones in their life that you're kind of, you're bringing them along with. So I think people will hopefully continue to follow me and, you know, I'll get more followers along the years. But I don't know. I can't imagine myself on Instagram in a few years. Sorry, not a few years, like, say, 20 years or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, ideally my own business, like Suzanne Jackson, so same is like, the ultimate goal. So something like her, anything like her, I'd be happy with. She's amazing.
1: Yeah, that'd be so cool. Um, So, yeah, hopefully it all comes true for you. And just moving off of that, kind of staying on that topic, do you have a personal definition of what the word success would mean for you?
2: I think I'm the type of person that, like, no matter, like, I can, always, I can be happy and, like, I can be happy where I am, but I think no matter how successful I'll, I get, I think I always want more. Yeah. In not in a greedy way, but I think I just never I never want to be just complacent and be like, right, that's enough. I like... You know, aiming for more goals, and I feel like I'm I'm always like running around the place doing things. I can't sit still, so I feel like I'll never get to a stage where I'm like, right, maybe when I'm retired. But I want I'll, I'll never sit there and be like, right, that's enough. Like I have enough. This I've enough success, enough money, whatever. I think I'll always keep going just because I love being busy and I love achieving things and doing things. Um, so I suppose just like being happy and healthy and maybe just like ticking off new goals every so often. That would be probably my my idea of success and going on nice
1: holidays every year <laughs> oh yeah oh god I'm missing that so much at the moment yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but that makes so much sense someone I asked someone else that and they said um, they, they were basically like oh I can't really answer that because success is the journey not the destination um, which I feel like what you just said there which makes sense yeah um then I just have one more question for you and I'm gonna let you um get on with your Friday evening um if I put your 10 year old self in front of you today having been through everything you've been through both in terms of you know business social media that kind of thing and then just life in general what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give that 10 year old moving forward
2: I think I'd say don't be so scared of everything like I just feel like when I was younger I was just afraid of like speak my mind or speaking up when something's wrong or like afraid of what people thought of me. But that really does not matter. And that it genuinely comes with age. As you grow older, you're like it just becomes less and less it like it doesn't matter what people think about you. It's your life. It's not them. It's not gonna affect what what they do. Like it's your you're in charge of it. So I think just don't be so scared and just go after what you want because if you let people's opinions affect what you do they're winning and they're ruining your life but you are the main character so you need to pick what you do
0: (laughs) thank you so much for listening and as always please rate share and leave a comment if you like what you hear and don't forget to follow at what it's like pod on instagram and facebook to keep up with charlene and follow her account visit the links provided in the show notes i'll be back on monday with more inspiring stories but for now this has been what it's like with luce